0: Poker, All the Games, is a podcast that introduces listeners to more than 20 variations of poker. Each episode will highlight one game, as well as dive into any controversial news in the poker world. We know why you're here, because you love poker as much as we do. Now introducing your host, Sean Grigas. Hello and welcome to our podcast, Poker All the Games. This is episode 21. We're coming at you from the northeast coast of the United States, November 2022. I'm your host, Sean G. We have an enjoyable and informative show for you today where we'll be focusing on drawmaha. Different from episodes 19 and 20 as this game is spelled with a W and also goes by an alternate name that you'll find out later. We'll find out what I'm drinking for this episode. Then we'll get to Draw Maha. You'll get to hear about my recent play since the last episode, as well as a teaser of what's in store for this podcast moving forward. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the show as much as I enjoy shooting the shit about all things poker and beer. Since poker is a social game, And I'm a brewer and enjoy beer. As usual, I'll be cracking open an alcoholic beverage for today's episode. As the very cold weather has been upon us here in the northeast of the U.S. and Thanksgiving Eve is upon us, I have a beer that is perfect for this episode. Today's beer is another one from Tomfoolery Brewing. Not that I'm biased or anything, but once again, this is the brewery that I co-owned and we made some phenomenal beers. So let's see how Tom Fullery Brewings Alder Ego barrel-aged smoked porter has aged over the past five years. I'm pouring this one from a twenty-two-ounce bomber bottle into a spigolo barrel-aged tulip glass. No. This glass is not barrel-aged, but is perfectly crafted to hold a barrel-aged beer while you remove the burden of the beer from the glass as you slowly sip and empty the glass. Let's have a smell. Oh, wow. I'm getting smoke, bourbon, chocolate. Hmm. It's most mostly that. In that order, from first and most intense to least intense those are the, there's a lot going on here, but those are probably the, uh, the aromas that are sticking out. However, all of those characters are quite evident and have melded wonderfully over the years. Let's have a look. You may not have been able to notice when I opened the bottle, there was not a loud hiss of carbonation released, although there was some. So while there is a nice, creamy head of foam on this beer, it's not voluminous. And that's perfect. A barrel-aged porter such as this is not to be overly carbonated. This beer is dark and remarkably clear, having come out of our small brewery in southern New Jersey. Now the best part. Let's have a taste. Whoa. I mean, whoa. Smoke, bourbon, chocolate, and vanilla notes, all following the aroma to the tea, with the addition of a mellow vanilla riding alongside the chocolate flavor like a chocolate vanilla soft-serve swirl. This is unbelievable. The flavors had melded together so perfectly. Not only that, but this beer is going down, oh, so smooth. It feels like a chilled, lightly smoked, bourbon-filled chocolate, if you can imagine that. That is literally how easy this one is drinking. Oh, and I forgot to mention... The bourbon barrel that this one was aged in was a Four Roses bourbon barrel that provides that those vanilla notes and uh, some slight oak flavors that uh, seem to have diminished uh, over the years. But all of those flavors which complement the porter base beer that was laid down by the master brewer, myself, along with my first mate and co-owner of Tom Fullery Brewing. As I mentioned, this style is not to be overly carbonated, and wow the carbonation is absolutely perfect light to medium maybe but on the lighter side carbonation that makes it drink so easy and there's a nice full mouth feel with each sip Tom Fullery Brewing's Alder Ego barrel aged smoked porter comes in at 8.4% ABV but after 5 years of aging is drinking more like a 6 or maybe 6.5% ABV beer, so let's get started talking poker before I decide to put this episode aside and go enjoy the rest of this excellent beer. Remember that our focus here is non-hold'em poker, specifically for anyone interested in trying their hands at mixed games and or those looking to branch into other variations of poker. Whether you're a dealer, player, or card room manager, our goal is to bring you the rules, the deal, and easy-to-remember basic strategy tips to get you started in the mixed poker game arena. Today's episode will be covering draw Maha. So why draw DRAWMAHA? Well, we talked about Dramaha High in episode 19, and this is a small twist on the game Dramaha High that we discussed a couple of episodes ago. So let's get to the general play and rules of Dramaha and also that alternate name that I've been teasing. This is a combination of a drawing game and a flop game with fixed limit betting. Therefore, it is a split pot game, but not a high-low split pot game. Instead, the pot is split between two different games within one. Drawmaha is a combination of the two games 5-card draw and the flop game of Big O, also known as 5-card Omaha High. In the end, each player will be dealt 5 cards, with 1 draw to complete the 5-card draw hand, and there will also be 5 community cards dealt. The player with the best five card draw hand using the five cards in their hand wins one half of the pot. The player with the best five card big O high hand using exactly two cards from their hand and exactly three cards of the five community cards wins one half of the pot. Like all split pot games, one player can scoop the entire pot. If one player has both the best five card draw hand and the best big O high hand, that player scoops the entire pot. In both sides of this game, the traditional high poker hand rankings are used to determine the winner in both of the games. While this game sounds exactly like drama-ha-high, there is one important difference. During the draw, for any player that exchanges only one card, the dealer turns over the top card for all players to see, and that player can then choose to either take that card or receive the next card in the deck face down. This small intricacy leads to why this game goes by the name of Dramaha instead of Dramaha, and goes by an alternate name, Zviten Special. That's spelled S-V-I-T-E-N Special. So it's called Dramaha, D-R-A-W-M-A-H-A, also known as in some circles as Zvitten Special. Let's get to the specifics of how to deal and play Mahaha. A small blind and big blind are used for the two positions immediately left of the dealer button, respectively. After the blinds are posted, five cards are dealt to each player, face down, one at a time, starting with the player to the immediate left of the dealer button, also known as the small blind, and proceeding clockwise around the table. A round of betting occurs, where each player, starting with the player to the left of the big blind, known as the the under-the-gun player, takes action as either folding, matching the big blind, or raising to a larger amount. Once action is taken by each player at the table, still in the hand, beginning with the player closest to the left of the dealer button, who is still in the hand, a card is burned, and three cards are placed face-up, In the middle of the table with these three cards known as the flop. Another round of betting takes place, beginning with the leftmost player at the table closest to the dealer button who is still in the hand and continuing clockwise around the table. Once action is taken by each player at the table still in the hand, beginning with the player closest to the left of the dealer button who is still in the hand, each player is prompted one at a time to discard any cards they wish to replace in their hand. You may choose to discard up to all five cards, although this is not recommended, or not to discard any cards, which is also known as standing pat. Once all players at the table and still in the hand have acted by discarding the cards they wish to replace, the dealer replaces those cards in turn by dealing the same number of cards discarded by each player with the following rule during this first and only draw. Again, this is the exception between, between hot, a.k.a. and Special, and Dramaha. For each player that exchanges only one card, the dealer turns over the top card of the deck for all players to see. The player whose turn it is that discarded only one card chooses either to take that card or receive the next card in the deck face down. This is repeated for all players that discarded only one card when it comes to their turn. For each player that discards more than one card, the dealer replaces that number of cards face down to each of those respective players in turn. And just keep in mind uh, another tiny caveat. So that top card that's shown to all the players, so say you discard one card, the dealer shows one card to everybody, and you decide not to take that up card but to take the next face down card in the deck that up card is then basically mocked it's tossed over to the side once this first and only draw is complete without burning a card a fourth card known as fourth street or the turn is placed face up to the immediate right of the flop cards another round of betting takes place beginning with the leftmost player at the table closest to the dealer button who is still in the hand and continuing clockwise around the table Once action is taken by each player at the table still in the hand, again without burning a card, a fifth card, known as 5th Street or the River, is placed face up to the immediate right of the 4th Street card. A final round of betting takes place, beginning with the leftmost player at the table closest to the dealer button who is still in the hand and continuing clockwise around the table. Finally, the showdown. one or two winners is determined with the player that has the best five card draw hand using all five cards in their hand winning one half of the pot and the player with the best big o high hand that is also known as the five card omaha high hand using two of their whole cards two of their whole cards plus exactly three of the community cards winning the other half of the pot. If one player has both the best five-card draw hand and the best big O high hand, that player scoops the entire pot. That is, they win the entire pot. All right, let's go over some beginner's tips for Dramaha to get you started. Again, simply remember, this game is called Dramaha, or also Svitin' Special, so you may hear it go by one or the other, and some People may only know it as one or the other. So now you listen to this podcast, you know this game has two names, and you'll be well-versed if someone mentions uh, one name or the other to know that it's the same game. So here's here's some beginner strategy tips. The best hands for scooping in Draw hot are straights and two big pair plus a coordinated, meaning either a suited or connected, um, fifth card. As in all split pot games, lock up half of the pot with the intent to scoop the pot evaluate your hand carefully on the flop this game's you know different having a draw and a flop and and playing two two different games you know a five card draw and then a uh, a community card game with two of your whole cards and three of the community cards take your time and evaluate your hand carefully after the flop so you can make make uh, a good decision of what you're gonna uh how many cards you're gonna draw next if you already have or have a good chance at making the nuts on the Omaha side, then keep those cards and discard the rest to try to improve your five-card draw hand. If you completely miss the Omaha board, then fold unless you have a very strong draw hand. Most players, uh, when playing this game, are playing for the Omaha pot first and the draw hand second. There's a good chance that two pair or better from the draw hand can win that half of the pot. Pay close attention, as in, as in all draw games, pay, co- pay close attention to how many cards each player exchanges or draws. A player who discards four cards can pick up a monster, but most times they'll end up with something simple like a pair. On the other hand, if a player draws only one card, they will be on a strong made hand already, something like trips or two pair, or are drawing one to a flush or a straight. So there you have it, the specifics of deal and play and some beginner's strategy tips for the game of Dramaha. Let's talk about my recent play since episode 20, not 19, episode 20. I know we so as far as the home game uh, sessions that I've had I know we including myself were all anxiously awaiting to find out if I evened up the home game remember a few episodes a few episodes ago um, I had a big big home game loss um, and I, I, I came back um, before the last episode or two I, w- I was closing in um, and I was within striking distance of closing that big loss down to even well, I made some headway in the most recent game, but then gave some back, and I, funny enough, I ended up exactly even for the sessions, meaning I'm still down that uh, forty or fifty dollars from my big home game loss uh, a number of weeks ago, which is about where I am honestly um, overall for uh, for all the home games uh, sort of that we've had since uh, since I've been airing this podcast. We'll see if I can close that small gap before episode twenty-two, or if uh, hopefully not. But or if I uh, fall further behind. As far as online play, still no online p- play, but I am inching closer to firing up some mixed games on Poker Stars. I did go on Poker Stars a, a couple of times, just kind of check out the action, and uh, I, I've been getting more fired up about uh, you know as much as I. If you listen to this podcast, you know I enjoy live poker way more than online. But uh, I really enjoy the mixed games and really can't find any mixed games in this area. And I'm having some trouble working on, but having some trouble getting my home game uh, to uh, at least deal a couple of hands of, of, a, of a mixed game. But I'm still working on them. But anyway, um, that's why I'm, I'm inching closer to maybe firing some uh, mixed games up on poker stars. As far as casino games... I did make it to uh, the Borgata in Atlantic City. Played some three-six limit hold'em. As much as I enjoy no-limit hold'em, and of course, you know, if I could get or find mixed games in this area, I'd be able to tell everyone who listens to this podcast about those on each episode. Unfortunately, I'm discussing mixed games, and then you know, when I talk about my recent play. Um, since previous episodes, I'm just mostly talking about hold them, but what are you going to do? Um, besides mixed games, I do really enjoy limit games. It seems that people are so much, you know, other players are so much more relaxed and enjoying themselves when there is little worry about being put all in on any hand or really on any given street of any hand. Anyhow, I didn't have a lot of time to play, uh, when I was over at the Borgata, But I nearly doubled my initial starting stack in a few hours, which was I ended up averaging uh, almost $30 an hour, which at a 3-6 game, right, amounts to five big blinds per hour. Easy peasy. (laughs) While not a ton of money um, was made since it was only a 3-6 game, it was still very nice. As I've said in some of my earlier podcasts, right, a number of times in the past, I've gone made money in the casino only to give it back in the home game. Though, um, if you've listened to a, the past uh, couple of few uh, episodes, I am turning that uh, I am turning that around, uh, spending more time learning about uh, the players in that game. So let's move on to our final topic. This is where I usually talk about some recent news from the poker world, but instead I want to briefly discuss something else. During this segment, especially since this is going on uh, a little lengthy because the dr- drama, there's a lot to that game, a lot of nuances. Um, so first I'll explain partly why I'm not going to discuss some uh, recent news, news from the poker world. Um, it was my birthday recently. Yay, happy birthday, <laughs> which means I had some good food, good drinks, great conversation, all wrapped up in a very happy birthday weekend which means I haven't been following Poker Twitter all too keenly. And besides, since this is episode 21, and there are 23 games in the book that I've written, uh, those were, that's where these games that I discussed on this, po- on, discuss on this podcast come from. They come from the book I wrote. 23 games in the book were on episode 21. There was one episode where I combined two games, so there's only one more episode remaining to cover all the games in my book. After that episode number 22, which will air in two weeks and cover just about a year since beginning with episode one, uh, probably take some time off for the upcoming holiday season. So after which time I may plan to do one more episode, one or more episodes to cover maybe some of the other material in the book uh, related to mind and body that is health and wellness related to poker, which I believe is Extremely important, not only for poker, but if you play any sport or any game, or just live, um, you know, have a job, uh, trying to enjoy life. I believe health and wellness um, really uh, is a big piece of of our lives, and the, the more you take care of your mind and body, uh, the better, better poker player you're going to be. The better focused you'll be able to be. The longer you'll be able to sit at a table, pay attention to what's going on. Uh, and, and, uh, have more, more capacity to learn new games and pick them up, which makes you a, a better all around, uh, well-rounded player. Anyway, I don't want to make any promises at this time as to sort of where, where things are going. If I'm going to do a few more episodes, you know, one or more episodes, um, you know, I, I am working on another time consuming poker project that will change the way the world views poker, both literally and figuratively, Depending on where and how things go with that project, I might start podcasting about that project, um, which will change the face of poker. Also, I have to maybe think about composing another book in the not-too-distant future to cover additional mixed games. Um, obviously, there's 23 in, in the first book, but uh, there's a lot more mixed games than that to be played. Um, so I could, you know, update this one, add a few more mixed games, uh, maybe change some of the other material in there. But anyway, uh, as far as that goes, uh, again, no promises are made being made if I'm, uh, going to end up, uh, you know, writing another book, uh, spend some time on the poker project or continue with a, a one or more episodes of this to go over some of the other material in the current book. But that said, if there are any games you wish to hear me discuss, um at the end of each of the episodes you can find out how to subscribe um and there if you subscribe you can leave a comment or on uh on my twitter account you can leave a comment um any games you might wish to to, you know i'll write might add in a in a future book uh and or uh just add some more episodes of the podcast um i'm happy to uh take those suggestions and uh Make sure I have those details laid out and uh, discuss uh, the the play and deal and any basic strategy tips for any games uh, any of you might be interested in. And I guess uh, to sort of start wrapping it up here, I guess what it boils down to at this time is I'm not sure what will come next as far as the podcast, however... However, before all that, there is still one more episode to cover one additional game in 2 weeks from now in episode 22 and I promise you won't want to miss it. Finally, if you want to learn more uh, if you want to learn more about Dramaha or any mixed games, head over to Amazon for my book Poker: All the Games, a comprehensive introductory guide to mixed games. There you can read the rules and basic strategy for each of 23 mixed poker games. And you won't have to keep rewinding the podcast to try to follow the rules. Not only will you get the rules in play for 23 mixed games, but a pile of additional information related to mixed games, mind and body related to poker, the relationship between mixed games and No Limit Hold'em, and more. Well, that's all for Episode 21 Dranaha. Thank you for listening to Poker All The Games. Follow me on Twitter at P-O-K-R-A-L-L-T-H-E-G-A-M-E-S. That is at P-O-K-R, All The Games. Or, and or subscribe for free at pokerchannels dot dot Com. That is pokerchannel.substack.com, and Substack is one word. And again, as I just mentioned, if you subscribe on Substack, you are able to leave comments there um, on this episode or any of the episodes. uh, Maybe about any uh, other games uh, that you might want to hear me uh, detail, or just leave a comment and let me know that you've uh, enjoyed the uh, the episode, or maybe you like the beer part of the episode, or where I talk about recent news in the poker world, or uh, my recent play. Um, It's nice to hear from folks. Join us again in two weeks for episode 22, where we will go over a game that I pretty much guarantee none of you have ever played. Thanks to Ricky Snyder for music and sound. Be sure to leave us a review and subscribe to this podcast, Poker All the Games, so you never miss an episode. Until then, may your hands be huge, your cards fill both high and low, and scoop as many pots as you can.